Wait. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Do you always record it with, like, this orientation of the microphone? <laughs> yeah, do you not? Is that why you always sound so good? Oh, yeah. You no, want to be I always facing ha- this one. No, I always have it the other way. <laughs> no, like, obviously you talk into this side. It's actually not so obvious. No, like that's... You walk in, you, if you go back, like, three podcasts, I asked you which way you have it facing, and you confirmed to me that you have it with the mute mu- the mute button facing the opposite way from you. No. I literally asked you. No. Like, I've been texting with Damien well, <laughs> about no, the, the quality of... It's actually pretty stupid, because it should just say front. No, it's the most horribly designed microphone, and and uh, Jason DeFilippo was right about wanting to throw it down yeah, the trash bin. But put that aside, literally, like, go back four episodes when we first started recording this season, and I said to you, which way does the mute button face? And you confirmed that it was facing away from you. I, like, <laughs> at least this explains why my audio has been so bad. Right. And your audio has been so good. But the joke is like your file sizes have been way bigger. <laughs> so yeah, like, I don't, I don't know, know if that's any correlation. But I guess like there wouldn't be any correlation because it's still a file of a certain length that's picking up some form of audio, whether it's like you talking loudly into it or not. Can I, I tell know. you something I really miss? Yes. I miss our intro music. I don't miss editing, but I do miss our intro music. Yes, me too. And I thought the nice compromise would be, okay, no intro music, but we'll have the intro chord. Remember that intro chord that was yeah. added? Da-da-dum. Yeah. Yeah. Do we have that somewhere? I'm sure I'm sure we could dig it up. Like, I don't want to do any editing, but if we could even just add that, I think that could be nice. That could be cool. Uh, we could just like do like a like a like a snap or a. I've been I've been waiting to talk to you about so many things since we last recorded. Not that we haven't talked, but like there's things I haven't talked to you about because I wanted to wait for the recording. Right, right. And I'm I'm feeling conflicted because it's two thirty four in the morning. We've just finished like another one of these crazy days and nights of conferencing. And I'm worried I can talk to you for like two hours I'm, right now. I'm fine with that. No, I, I want this I, to be like a 24-minute. Okay, that's So fine. I still have to drive home. Okay. So I don't know. I want to begin where we left off, which maybe this is like the least thrilling thing to talk about, but I just need to give you an update on what happened to my McDonald's order from the other day. Oh, yeah, what happened? <laughs> okay, very quickly. So just to recap the order, I went poutine, <laughs> large McFlurry, with all like additional toppings, I went McDouble and Junior Chicken and six nuggets. So they forgot the McDouble, which to me was like the the centerpiece of the meal. Oh yeah, of course. And like that was already a pretty aggressive order, but when they didn't give me the McDouble, it was just enough to leave me unsatisfied. Like I couldn't just go to bed without. Right, right. So I was like, okay, I, I could go through this big process with Uber Eats. Or just, like, ordering But that's, up. like, going through the process with Uber Eats, like, you might as well, like, uh, I'm trying to think of something really difficult. Yeah, no, it's horrible. Like, they, like, they're aware that, like, if they screw up, yeah, they have a mechanism to assist you, but right. they've made it so difficult that, like, okay, I've no, paid two ninety nine for this thing. But you, yeah. It's not worth my time to, like, figure out in their but app. But now how they to, realize, too, that it's not worth their time to hire people to respond to those amounts so if you like 
Melissa oh, they'll credit has, you. Yeah, you'll get a credit in two seconds. But like but, I, to like figure it out in the app, I, I no, can't. but I'll, like also a credit is great, but like it's not solving the actual food problem. That's the other thing. Like the only like the like, only thing that's going to make me I can't happy. Eat a credit. Well, exactly. Exactly. Like, but this this feeds into where the story is going. So like exactly that moment, it was like after midnight, and I needed the McDouble, and two dollars and ninety nine cents was not solving any need that I had. Right. Like I could go fishing in my cushions, I'd probably find the money. Right. Right. The money wasn't the issue. The issue was not having a McDouble. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, so then I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm going to order. I'm getting another another McDouble. But the delivery fee was $349, and the McDouble fee was $299. And, like, I couldn't justify spending more money on the delivery fee than the amount of food I was getting. But I wasn't, like, hungry enough to order more. But the, the not being able to but justify... But it just so happens, like... I understand the justification, but it just so happens that McDonald's happens to be a really cheap thing on... I I, I know, but like still, I'm not going to pay more money to be delivered an item than what I'm... So eating. so what does that mean? So we're... so I ended up getting two McDonald's. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, I, and I, felt, I just, I totally hated myself all of that night and for the entirety of it, the next day. It actually day. reminds me, were we up at camp? last year during staff like the one of the last nights i no, i wasn't if it has anything to do with mcdonald's yeah so it's like when they so you don't recall ever being at camp when like they do the big mcdonald's pickup i'm trying to think of the like when you were staff like you would have had it oh that was over a decade ago yeah so so like one of the last nights of camp um when when we were growing up like as staff We'd have to like do all. I'm going the, to get water. Come on, okay. so keep talking. We have to do all the paintings and everything for uh, like the big like two day like Walden Games, um, Olympiad kind of thing. So like as a reward to the staff for working so hard, um, you know, into the early hours of the morning, uh, they pick up McDonald's from Bancroft and like drive it half an hour, and it was just this scene of mcdonald's you've never seen for like 300 staff there's nothing in the world that compares to the feeling when you've been at camp for like six weeks yeah and someone brings you outside world food right like i love camp food like when i show up at camp and eat one of those first joanna meals like i i can remember clearly the first meal i had last year was actually chicken burgers but not like chicken breast it was like like a mcdonald's style chicken burger and uh it was just i had like seven of them the, <laughs> it was ama- they're amazing so um but yeah. anyways outside world outside food. outside world food was especially the case like when you were a camper when you were a camper you really wanted uh you know your counselor to come back i remember like my- outside world food but back then like you could bring it into the dining hall and you could you know oh just- not where i went to camp I went to Wahanawan. Yeah. And I had, this was probably when I was like 12, I had a counselor that was just a total hero and came back from Toronto with bellies for like everyone. Wow. Which is amazing. Bellies is a submarine place, like a classic submarine place in Toronto. And of course, it was like horribly soggy and whatever. As you can imagine, it's been in the car for a few hours, but we ate it and loved it. Um, anyway, so just to wrap that up. I had that Uber Eats experience, totally filled with regrets, and now we're here, I don't know how many days it's been, some number of days, four or five days, 
and we were working late and having dinner together, so we ordered dinner, and we ordered Uber Eats, and there oh, were... Oh, this was tonight? Yes, this <laughs> was tonight. You're with me. I like that. Okay, so... There's a few there's a few key just hilarious moments to connect the dots from then to now. So one is we talked about this at some episode last year. I think it was oh, we talked about it in our state of the union at the end of Fireside. Oh yeah. Where we revealed the story of how like we had this sponsor who gave us four hundred vegan meals and they were salads and one of our volunteers who we love and who's a Waldener, just instead of turning left, turned right or whatever and put the salads in the freezer instead of in the fridge and when we when our kitchen staff was looking for them to serve them they were, they were like where are they I'm like well, they're in the fridge and, li- and Lindsay's so, like feel so bad have we ever talked to that guy again by the way no we should probably reach out like but have we ever talked to him like even yeah post fireside um we should probably uh <laughs> is that a no is yeah that, I think maybe make a note yeah just to reach out yeah where are you making it? You faking making a note for the audience is not making a note. Make it. I think you should just make a real note. I'm literally making a note. Stephen. No, what's Stephen two. Okay, I'm gonna keep telling a bit of this story while you make a note. So, we had this salad fiasco, and like salads, one of the few foods you can't save like you can't freeze and then defrost <laughs> let they it tried let the, they, did they, try. did, they tried and we we told the whole story in more detail last year at the state of the union podcast but you can't like air dry lettuce from the freezer and let it yeah. sort of dampen out again they tried they tried okay so um <laughs> so the salads end up in the freezer at fireside anyways tonight we decide we go on Uber Eats and we decide we're ordering Italian. So we order a pizza with sausage on it. It's great. Two pastas and a salad. And I'm sitting on your couch and the food arrives and you go get the door. And um, the food was already, it was like super late and the driver arrived and they're like, I can't believe Uber. They sent me th- with two orders 15 minutes apart. I'm so sorry. And so it was quite cold. So no problem. You turn on the oven. Uh, to the lowest setting, which is a great way to reheat pizza and pasta. And uh, and you put the pizza and pastas in there. And a few minutes later, we get to your island, and we're, uh, we're getting ready to eat. And I say, hey, Stephen, like, where's, where's the salad? And you go, oh, tell me they forgot <laughs> the salad. Like, you were really beat up about the salad. And in my head, I'm thinking, you know what, like, of all of the of two pastas and a pizza... If they're gonna forget one thing, like, like let it be the yeah, salad. Yeah, yeah. Let's like, who are we kidding 100%, here? hundred percent kale salad with right. a little parmesan. Right. On right. It. So, uh, whatever. I was content with the fact that we still had our like mushroom pasta and our <laughs> bolognese or whatever we ordered. So I open up the oven to get the food out, and as it turns out, you put the salad in the oven. <laughs> yes. And they had, and what they had not given us was one of the pastas. Right. But now we were kind of down two dishes because we didn't get the pasta. And I just, to me, oven salad isn't the no, best type not, of salad. But but we we know we know where this is heading. So 
I I took a bite or two and it just really was not yeah, good. Yeah, warm kale. It re- Caesar. reminds me for those who haven't seen the Family Guy bit of every pizza place. Yeah, yeah, the warm. where one of the if you just Google Family Guy every pizza place, it's a hilarious little Family Guy bit. But at the end of it, they place the salad on top of the pizza and they confirm with warm. each other. Oh yeah, it keeps right. it warm. <laughs> so <laughs> just because just as you like a warm right, salad. But then, but then what was the follow up? Well, you turned to me and you go, you said something like. Well, you know, like there's a worse place you could put a salad. And I was like, where? In a freezer. And I was like, oh, yeah. And we had a good little laugh. But then I, I thought, you know what? It's <laughs> actually in this circumstance with the warm oven salad. Right. The freezer could be exactly what's needed. And, and it worked out perfect. And so after a few minutes, our oven salad and freezer salad averaged out into normal salad. And, and, and we salvaged the salad. And, and we, we feasted. Uh, and then we ended up... Oh, okay, sorry. So one more note on this uh, possibly horribly boring intro about all of our Uber Eats uh, orders and issues. So then, naturally, as, as, uh, as one would a few hours later, we needed a bit of a snack. And so it was McFlurry time on Uber Eats. And one thing I learned on the weekend when I did my order my order that left me with regrets on Uber Eats. I I was telling you about some dissatisfaction that I had had with the new Reese McFlurry because the chocolate bits get a little bit too cold. You can't really taste them and they don't put enough whatever. So a little hack, like a little pro tip on Uber is that on McDonald's, they have, in addition to ketchup and mustard, they've got got peanut butter packages. It's amazing. And they're free. So you can order as many peanut butter packages as you like, and it's free. You pay forty nine cents. Well, the, and the, the great thing was tonight the delivery was only forty nine right. cents. So like basically, you could eat dinner of peanut butter. Yeah, forty nine cents for forty nine cents. Now we were getting you got yourself a DC. We got two McFlurries with the works, and so if you just get some nice peanut butter and you actually put it in the McFlurry, it enhances it at least two to three x. Right. But of course, tonight, we did that and they forgot the peanut butter. So we had two Uber Eats mishaps in one evening, but we learned a lot. There's no real way to tie up the story other than that quick little update right. and, and tie back to the Uber Eats. We learned that sometimes sometimes business is hard. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So... so um, shit. I, I, think I, had, I think I had at least two other things Don't to tell. Don't curse. I think I caught. You're gonna end up with our beautiful, our beautiful I don't think artwork. I our beautiful artwork. Gonna get explicit on it. It's gonna have it? a big, like, explicit on it. Uh, oh, I, I meant to show you. Look, this was. What is that? No, you know, when we were looking at this item, it's called a blanket. And you're, and I was like, oh, no oh, one my. puts it on the side. But I'm so happy we did it. I'm Why? So what don't you did. like about that? I, like, I don't hate it, but like, I, I like the, the orientation. So we're looking at a at a blanket, and we were determining the orientation of a embroidery. And one way to do it is just uh, totally at like 90 degrees, I suppose. And one way to do it is like at a 45 degree angle, so that it's on an angle with the corner of the blanket, and. Um, of course, you said no one does that, and now I see you're sitting on your couch with a blanket that literally right. has a 45 um, logo. That's great. I I have a topic. Okay, what's your topic? 
I, I have one. I thought I had more, and I'm sure I do. But as always happens, the second we hit record, right? Because I, I, uh, I, I, I have an update. Okay, go. It's actually not. It's actually not an update. It's oh, like then why you? It's like why you frame date. it as I have it's an like update? It's like a new thing. But why would you the, go with I have an update? Sorry, it's like not new for you. And then immediately when when it's not an update, it's just a funny story that I think people would like to know about. Okay, and that we we can keep them posted. As, as we move forward. Now, is which, it a story or is it like the previous story you had to tell me that was just, I forgot my mic? No, no, no. This is, this is about our journey to try to get Tushy to... Oh, yeah. Okay. I've been enjoying this quite so, a bit. So, uh, part of the, the, our outreach uh, is always looking at products and companies we love. Um, and If you don't know about the Tushy... First of all, be very careful Googling yeah, it. You need not, to Google Tushy Butt Bidet and not yes, just Tushy. Don't just go to Tushy.com. No, no. Do, <laughs> do, do not. Do not. Do not. But the Tushy Butt Bidet is a life-changing, literally life-altering I'm going to get item. the actual URL so that people are not... This I thing attaches to any... It's hello toilet. It's hello tushy.com. Okay, hello tushy.com. This thing attaches to any toilet and turns it into a bidet. It's like 70 bucks American and it's it's the best thing ever. So they're they're amazing. Dan has two. Uh, and then not on one toilet though. <laughs> not on one toilet. <laughs> uh, so then I got one and and every single one of my friends and family now has one. But so all two, yes, exactly. all two other people. But part of our outreach with brand. Do you have any snacks? No, I'm like like nothing. No. How do you think I keep my figure? Should we? <laughs> do you think there's anything open on Uber Eats right now? Try. I don't know. I'm gonna look. Okay, so, sorry. Continue. So one of our one of our. Yeah, I told our, Erica I'd be home at one thirty. It's ten to three. That's fine. I can't see myself being in trouble. No, you're okay. Yeah, I'm totally fine. Like. Melissa's out of town. Yeah. So, this is... It's perfect. A-plus bonding time slumber party. Exactly. Okay, sorry, I keep interrupting. So, part of our outreach is, like, always finding amazing ways to to deliver a really fun experience for for our brands. Um, So, immediately, uh, Dan and I were thinking, like, wait, we should really get Tushy to come out to, to camp and install uh, some of these awesome bidets and, and heighten the uh, the pooping experience. So uh, on there's a shocking amount of food that's like available for delivery. Really? Yeah, is it bad if I order an egg McMuffin with bacon? Do whatever you want. Would you like one? No, I'm you good. won't eat an egg McMuffin. No, I'm good. I'm would good. you <laughs> Would you eat jerk chicken right now? Where's it from? Uh, jerk R- King. On uh, Bathurst? Jerk, <laughs> no. Jerk, jerk king? <laughs> no, don't say that ten times fast. Yeah. yeah. Don't even say that <laughs> Don't twice. say that once. Yeah, don't. It's called never. jerk. It's called jerk king. I, and it's honestly, on Bathurst. What did I say before about... This is not directly related, but there was like a restaurant in Uber Eats. It was like a pie collapse now. Oh, no. You had a great comment. You were like... How many re- how many successful <laughs> restaurants can you name that are a pun in their right, name? Right, like, like there's no like, uh, yeah. 
I, I don't know. I can't even think of it a good example. But like a pie. No, you're like, now. tell me one restaurant that's that's whose name is a pun that's been around for more right. than a year. Or, exactly. Right. It's probably like one of those places where like you get a bunch of like shrimp and lobster and put it in the bag. Okay. Can I make one other offer here? What? There's a place called the Captain's S- Boil is a bad name for a restaurant. Yeah, I, but that place is pretty... our friend Mercer. That was actually that's that's his bit. I really wanted to finish this Tushies. How about a poutine? Dude, I'm not eating. You can order. You're not gonna eat. Food's gonna arrive. It's gonna be here. You're gonna smell it. Yeah, no, no, I won't. And eat you it. just won't eat it. I won't eat it. Okay, continue the story. So, um, on July 16th, I emailed Amanda at camp. Um, who's our amazing liaison. Uh, and I said, Amanda, I need pictures of two to three toilets around camp. I'm trying to get Hello Tushy to help put some bidets in and give some things away. Um, anyone able to do so? I'm so, just I'm just envisioning, like, Dennis installing those. Right, no, no, I know, 100%. No, hold on. But, like... I don't think they would uninstall them afterwards. No, I think for sure they would keep them. But then it's like, there's no way that could end well with the campers. Like, no, no, there's no. going to be a camper that's going to think that's a water fountain. What would, hap- what would happen is, like, realistically, I for sure want to put them in, like... Head staff cabins Right, exactly. Okay, fair enough. So, like, I'm thinking under the dining hall, how oh, that that's would a good just one. turn into... But can you not imagine, like, somebody just not understanding it? Like, But they're also not, like, meant for, like... Like, we have 450 people. Like, I don't think it's meant for just people, like, shitting. Like, just, here we are going explicit again. Just, <laughs> like, nonstop. I don't think that's an issue. It's literally, a, like, a hose that the faucet opens. It's, like, no different than a sink. Like, so you're just turning on the sink. The problem I'm is worried, if you turn it on and you're not sitting down. That's what I'm saying. I'm more worried about, like, an 8-year-old kid who's, like, doesn't know or understand what a bidet is. Right. That's where I think it could right. go wrong. <laughs> this water fountain. <laughs> yeah, like, this water fountain. Like, why'd they install the water fountain inside the yeah, toilet? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You put the... Uh, in, in Seinfeld, you put the toilet with the... The frog with the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So, uh, Amanda said, I'm on it. Any specific ones? Uh, and then I said to her on July 16th, Whatever would be the best example of toilets <laughs> for our friends at Tushy to see. Let's have our guests hashtag poop better at Fireside. Let's show them what Camp Walden has to offer. Um, and then, because of Dan's point, I responded saying, It dawns on me too that we will have the world's most influential people pooping on some of the world's worst toilets. Yes. Right? That is uh, something very unique to Fireside. So then I emailed them and I said, come poop with us and 400 other startups, influencers, investors in the woods. So uh, I talked about how much we love the brand, all that stuff. Um, And then they got back to me um, and they said, someone's on it. And then on July 25th, I said, happy... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I said, thanks, Team Tushy. Happy poops to you. Sorry, I read ahead a little bit. And, and I, then yesterday, I saw your email. And, and I really then liked yesterday, it. I wrote to them, hey, Tushy, any movement down there? Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So I'm hoping that we get a response. Can I, can I reply all 
to this and if they don't respond in a day or two and just say, hey, Steven, looks like they may be a little backed up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're, okay. They're, I, can we keep the pun train yes, going on this the, one? Their inbox is a little clogged. Uh, okay. So we have another. You're going to lose your mind. We've got another new listener. Tell me. But I don't know if this one counts because it's sort of by conscription and I, I don't know sort of where where that lands, like how valid of a listener this is. But <laughs> Damien... Good, good use of the word conscription. Thank there. you. Yeah. So Damien, who's... who's uh, I don't know if anyone listening has heard us uh, mention uh, a listener of ours named Damien. This could be the first time we've mentioned him. Anyways, he's been probably the single biggest source of bringing in other listeners. First, his mother, Laura. Who... That was in like some, a car on a road a trip. A car road trip. By some sort of use of force, I right, imagine. Yeah, yeah. Caused her to have to listen to our stupid ramblings. And then we got a message from him. He texted us. If I can find the message the other day. You know, iPhone iMessage is really good at message search. Um, okay, here it is. So he says, You have another listener, albeit captive. My wife, Sonia, just said, What a... Just said, what the bleep are they talking about relating to the conversation about AppSumo? Honestly, very fair point. I don't know what the hell we were talking about. Either way, you have another listener now. Hope you guys are doing well. So, first of all, that's amazing. Uh, Sonia, if you're listening, like we're very excited to have you. And I think you're joining for Fireside, which actually reminds me, Stephen, I have another question for you. However, I have a question for you, Stephen, about Sonia. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, when... When Damien first messaged us, he wrote my wife Sonia and spelled it S O N J A, which could be like Sonia. Yeah. Right? And like, so I, whatever, I just read it as Sonia, but I wasn't sure. Maybe it's Sonia, maybe it was a typo. And then I responded back with the, in turn with the same spelling because I didn't want to like, <laughs> change it up. I, he wrote, I assume he knows how to yeah, write his yeah. wife's name. And then he responded, I sent him like four messages, and then he responded with, uh, we just got back from Nigeria. Today's my first day back. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, going to New Orleans five days with Sonia, spelt with an I. Oh. So, and I don't think we have another mention of Sonia in the rest of the messages here. So, just because now we have a new character in the show that we might be referencing from time to time. Damien, I like having new characters. I like, I like this idea of characters. Yeah, like Damien, I... I want to be respectful to Sonia, Sonia, we don't know yet, uh, because uh, we, we, as I understand, she'll be joining us at Fireside, and we may uh, include her in a topic or two, she could come up. Absolutely. Uh, and I don't want to be calling her Sonia if her name's Sonia, and I don't want to be calling her Sonia if her name's Sonia, so... But there's also you, the whole spelling problem now. Well, I think this will sort of all be resolved, like, in turn, right? Like, he'll, he'll, he'll hear all this and correct the record. Right. So I think... I think, first of all, if we can get an update on the spelling, which isn't as uh, as urgent, just because I, I don't foresee us spelling out her name. No, but I soon. think it is because there's a discrepancy between the way he, he's spelled it. And? And the way that... So, who who spelled it the second time? He did. Who spelled it the first time? He did. So, you're saying that, that Damien has 
It was spelled three times. Right, okay. First by him, yes. once in my response okay, where I I'm, mirrored his yes, spelling, and then I'm, once in his response to me. I'm with you. But he spelled it different both times. Yeah. All I'm saying is the spelling's not all that important because like, we're not going to be writing down her name anytime soon. No, but what why, I care about is the pronunciation. No, but why isn't the spelling important? No, I think it's, it's a, very no, no, important. No, it's important. It's just not as important. No, actually, I think, I think for for... My understanding, I think it's actually... But your understanding of what? Like, how Damien spelt it two different ways. Well, I'm assuming one was a typo. If And that problem solved, let's move right. on to problem B. But then why is that so... If you just resolve that problem so easily in your mind, and like you realize that one of them is probably a typo, why are you so hung up on well, it, it being so be important? It could still be the most important, but easily solvable. But what's the impact... Of it, oh, like, just, tell I, me how it's the most important. Because I just, I, I don't know. Okay, so <laughs> you've taken a very strong stance, <laughs> yes, without being able to articulate any of the reasonings behind your stance. Right. But now I'm going to articulate the reasoning behind my stance. Okay, okay, tell me. So, the way you pronounce someone's name is important, yes. and the way that you spell someone's name is important. Yes. And each of those can be important, but to me, they're contents context specific. So if I'm saying someone's name a lot, it's important It's important to me to know how to say it. That makes sense. It doesn't really matter how you spell it. You could have a whole bunch of silent characters in it. It really doesn't matter. I just like need to know how to... Like the O with the line through it. That's not silent. That's like uh, Swedish and Danish. Yes. Oh. Uh? <laughs> <laughs> you remember that one? Uh, I, have a, I have a good friend. Well, I... I haven't spoken to him in many years, but he was a good friend of mine. He's uh, from Norway, who I met on exchange, and his last name is Urhagen, with the O. Right. And I've never, like, we spent a whole semester trying to figure out how to pronounce it, and still to this day, I can't do it right. That is so funny. You gotta, like, get to the back of your throat. So anyways, I will be using the name Sonia in the next little while in in a verbal manner. More than I will be writing it. I, in fact, I don't see myself between now and probably the next time we That's hear from fair. Damien. I won't be writing the name, so it's not as urgent for me to figure out how to write it. Right. But I'll be saying the name, like I've said, uh, Sonia. I've okay, just said that, it a thousand times. So I need to know how to say it. More importantly, what was your approach to this episode? Was it going to be that you were going to pronounce it in both ways well, interchangeably which I've done. throughout the entire episode? Yes. Yes, because I think so, you've been pretty even. Sonia, if you're listening. <laughs> exactly, right? Like, Please, we need to get this right. Someone uh, yeah. let us know. Um, I like that. Uh, but I'm leaning towards Sonia, but I just, you, you can't be certain, and I don't want to uh, make an assumption here. I'm realizing that um, this, is, this is so fun to have, uh, to have us doing this podcast and then getting a response inevitably the second he listens from Damien. And then, which will spur the next round of, of, it's like, it's a, it's an, this amazing cycle of funny content, at least for us. I feel like you went, you went almost too meta there. Did I? I just, it's just how I feel. Oh. Yeah. I feel like everyone's aware of the thing that you just pointed out. Yeah. But by pointing it out, it loses a bit of its luster. Does it? I don't know. I honestly, I'm just telling you how I feel. Oh. (laughs) Um, I feel like there's I feel like there's one or two other quick updates. Okay, no. So this is the um, oh yeah. So I had two things. So one on the topic of Damien again, just generally, I need to get a sense from you 
about our volunteers and who's registered and if so where they are in the system because uh, I have a note on this so I asked you the other day I was like is Damien coming when is he coming and then we texted Damien I was like Damien when are you guys driving up and then he's like oh I think we're driving up on the Tuesday and I'm coming with Sonia right <laughs> right and then I wrote down I was like well, who else, like, of our volunteers are coming and registered? Like, is Jeremy registered? Jeremy's not registered. Like, we can't... Fireside isn't a thing without Jeremy. Right. No, of course. Like, is he confirmed? Is he, he coming? Jeremy's like, in. Can you send Jeremy's him an email in. right now? Email. I'm getting an email on right now. Uh, what did I write here? Uh, volunteers. Oh, my battery's got 1%. Give sure. me your thing. Thanks. Okay. Can you find in uh, stickies? You can. Okay, give me another. Give me another one. Okay, so I have my note is ask Stephen about volunteers. Jeremy, Jeremy O, Damien, etc. Are they in system? Yes. Some okay. are, and some are not. But they're all in attendees. Like, where can I go and see a list of all of our volunteers? Is what I want to know. Right now. Yes. Whoever's whoever's actually registered. Whomever. What did I say? Whoever. Whomever. <laughs> <laughs> whomever has sub- actually submitted. I don't know if it's whomever, okay? Wh- whoever, whomever has submitted under. Can you just search? Can we just see what comes up as volunteer? No, it- <laughs> I mean, no attendees were found. That's good. You see, the volunteers are an essential part to the to the running of the event and to we me just not haven't dying. had them actually register. No, a hundred percent we have because I've had Jonah Shear. Who's Erica's worst enemy register? He 100% registered. Yeah, because I gave you the info. So people since, I, I like. Yeah, so shouldn't you be, you're in the thing. Can't you search and find him? Just, uh, Jonah's in here. But didn't you just try to search for all our volunteers and no one showed no, up? I, there's Jonah. Right, so what? Can't you search by that code that second, he used? Give me a second. I have to download it. Really? Yeah. It's the same thing as Drip does it. It's, you can't filter by... It's so stupid. You have to, like... It's it's the same way that Drip does it. Like, they don't know how to display data. That's wild. That's, re- that's crazy. Yeah. So, I don't know. So, how are we... I guess, day of the event, we're going to just go CSV? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Oh, well, no, no, no. No, no, no. Because this is just to see stuff, like, on the registration side. Like, on the back end, on the... Okay, like, tomorrow, I want to send an email to all volunteers. Yeah, so you How do I do that? Yeah, so you could... If you wanted to do it from here, um, you can message them basically right from the platform. Right, but how do I see who's getting the message? Um, okay, one second. What happens in the search field, Stephen, if you search for the code? Have you tried that? No, I think it's just the name. Really? I think so. <laughs> oh, we got it. We love attendees, but we got to get you back on the on the phone. I know you had a call with them I today. Know. I know. I. Uh... Okay, look. the The bottom line is like we need to have an easy way so to here, no, see no, who's registered and with what. So you can basically choose any attendee group. I understand that, but is it going to show me the list, or is it just going to send it to? No, you can do that. Some it's list in the ether. It's here somewhere. There's, I, I honestly I forget I haven't looked at this in so long in terms of the actual 
attendee exports. Okay, well, whatever. Can we just find a way to figure out who's registered and who's an attendee? Yes. Sorry, who's a volunteer? Yes. Like, we need to know if we need more volunteers. Yes. And we need to be, like, communicating with them and figuring out when they're arriving. Yeah. Etc. And, like, figuring out who's on duty when. Okay. So, yeah, we need that. We need that list. Okay. On to the good stuff. Yes. All right. So, hold on. I got to pull up uh, a set of emails. If you have anything to chat about. No, I'm going to. I'm just going through here um, now. And I'm actually going right into our volunteer page. Ah, Rebecca Palmer, you still got to get your registration in. Hmm. Damien is not redeemed. Whoa, the lights just went. Hey, Siri, set the lights of the evening. So, yeah, Damien has... Look, I found it. Yeah, but Damien hasn't registered. I know, but I'm telling you, Damien is not registered. Damien has to register. Okay, no, I can... Yeah, but I didn't ask you to find me a list of who hasn't registered. Yeah. I asked you to find me a list of who, who is registered as a volunteer. Can I find that out? Not that easy like this. Okay, but can we get a solution yes. that makes it yes. easy? All right, that's yes. all I'm asking. But now, Damien <laughs> and Sonia. Yeah. What the hell? Because I sent them. I sent them the link. Yeah, we got to get you registered, or your meals aren't getting ordered. Yeah, I saw them. I saw them. Uh... I sent them a link. I feel like we're rambling now. Okay, no, I have a, I have a story. I've got a good 3 a.m. story. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Lay it on. <laughs> Lay it on me. Okay, no, you're going you're gonna to like this quite a bit. So, um, as better, you know, oh. what? You think I got to get closer yeah, to the mic? Yeah. You got mic anxiety? I think so. All right. So, as you know, I've done some reach out to a select group of people that we'd identified that we wanted to invite to come to Fireside this year. And um, the the truth is, I don't know exactly how all of these individual people ended up on, on the list, the ones that we wanted to invite. Uh, there could be any series of criteria that may have led to them getting on the list, but let's just assume there's a group of people that are on a list that we wanted to personally invite to come and attend, okay? Um, and some other piece of context that you're aware of, but our, our three listeners might not be aware of, is that we use, and I'm doing air quotes here, an AI scheduling platform called X.AI that personifies itself as either Andrew or Amy for the purposes of automatic scheduling. I say AI in air quotes because like, it's certainly not AI, it's a whole bunch of just decision tree stuff, but it's actually gotten even it's taken a step away from AI because it used to totally pretend to be a person in that it would like engage in simple conversation with the per- the other person that you were trying to schedule with. And now it's a little more like, hey, here's a link to sort of like Calendly, like here's a link and here are available times and just select one and let's move forward. So to ease the burden of doing everything that we do, one of the things that we do is, okay, someone has responded with positive intent in terms of fireside in some capacity. 
I'm getting a look like you're about to fall no, asleep. Sorry, you, no, no, no. I'm just, so I'm I'm like riveted. I'm, I've never seen you no, so I swear, focused. I'm so focused. I've literally never seen you I'm this so focused. focused. It scared me. I yeah, thought you were I'm having so a, focused. I thought you were having a stroke. And so was everyone else. And now so, okay, sorry. Back now to I just fell off the train. I don't no, know. No, back good. on the train. Back okay, on the train. Okay. So so we use Amy like we reach out to and speak to so many people. We send like thousands of emails throughout the year. The only way to schedule all our phone calls is with some automated system. So we use Amy to try to assist. The way it works is if I'm emailing you, Stephen, and I carbon copy Amy at x.ai or whatever the the uh, email is, and I say something like, "Hey, Stephen, like great to connect with you. Copying Amy on this email, who will reach out to find a time convenient to get on a phone call." Then Amy disengages, like doesn't respond back to me and engages only with you, the person who I want to have a call with and just says, and because Amy's got access to my Google calendar and says, hey, here's four times at work with Daniel. I've looked at his calendar. Let me know or click this link to let me know. And if you don't want to hear from me anymore, just click this link and I'll stop trying to schedule. And Amy will send three follow ups. Usually it's two emails in one day and then one email the following day. And after that, she'll Right. If I don't hear anything, like if the person doesn't select a time, she'll email me back and say, "Hey, just so you know, I tried to start. Uh, sorry, I tried to arrange a call with this person. They didn't respond. What do you want me to do?" And I can say, "Keep trying or cancel." Right. And I'll, usually I'll do keep trying once, uh, and if I, if I don't get a follow after that, I figured it's a dead lead or whatever. So, anyways, I reach out to this person that's in the business world on social and has got a, a significant following of like, a, I don't know, a hundred and something followers on Twitter. Not to get personal here, a little bit of low engagement, but you know, who's counting, right? A couple retweets here, a couple likes there, whatever, big deal. So I, because you have to understand, I don't see Amy's conversation with the person unless I sign in right to x.ai and look at the conversation. Oh, she was on here a minute ago. I gotta view all meetings. I gotta find this thread. Okay, so <laughs> the other problem is that if you are the subject of the email scheduling attempt and you start engaging with Amy, because it's just computer, it doesn't know what you're engaging with and her Unless on. you read the email, it you yeah. look at the email it just says like I'm a robot yeah exactly yeah well that okay so that's important context that I'll get to okay so anyways what was I saying you were ta you were talking about like if you keep oh engaging. that I can't see the emails right okay so I I'm just gonna use a pseudonym for a moment I might reveal but let's say the person's name is John <laughs> John Smith or whatever right so um so we send the first email after we get the positive intent and connect Amy and like loop in Amy to make the email attempt. And Amy says, hi, John. Uh, this is on July 18th, 12, uh, 12 a.m., I guess. Hi, John. Daniel's asked me to set up a meeting with you. Please select a time below that works. And then there's Saturday, Sunday, Monday. And there's a total of like six, seven available times. And then it says all times are in Eastern Daylight Time. If none of these work, you can view more options here. Uh, with a link to see the full calendar. And then it says, Daniel's asked me to make this uh, meeting via phone conference. P.S. If you're having any trouble scheduling with Amy, please email me directly. 
AI-powered scheduling software. Learn more at x.ai. So every message ends with AI-powered scheduling software. Learn more at x.ai. And in my view, any reasonable person viewing this will understand that this is not a human being writing. And that's not to say that we haven't over the years had people engage with Amy, assuming she was a real person. But I figure at this point, it's especially given the switch away from the AI stuff. Well, especially given the people that we're outreaching to also. Yeah, exactly. Like tech business people. Okay. So then Amy follows up July 19 at 7 a.m. So, I mean, again, if it's good AI, probably going to realize that between... (laughs) Between a quarter to one in the morning and 7 a.m., Amy probably wasn't getting a response in terms of scheduling. So, like, maybe a bit aggressive there on the follow-up. <laughs> yeah, like... Fair. I'll, totally fair. Yeah, like, I'm like, on board. 100% on board. I'm on board right now. Amy's got to take it easy on the two on the two emails. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then again, like, so one was, one was 12, quarter to one on July 18th, okay? Then the ne- so then the next day at 7 a.m., right? And then that evening, July 19th at 9.30 p.m., Hi, John. I just wanted to check in again about this meeting with Daniel. Please select a time below that works for you. All times are in Eastern Daylight Time, blah, blah, blah. If you want to choose a different time, P.S. AI-powered scheduling software. Learn more at x.ai. Okay, whatever. Don't hear back. And as I said, my usual default thing is Amy will send the three attempts, don't hear back, I just click the button, try again, you know, maybe the person missed the emails or whatever, went to spam, it doesn't hurt to try again, what's the big deal? So, uh, July 20th, hi John, just heard from Daniel about finding a new time for this call. Oh, because you're Because I selected the, the button. And it starts again, July 25th, July 26th, July 27th, seven times, all times are in Eastern Daylight Time. P.S. AI-powered scheduling software. Learn more. X.ai. Then July 22. I just like, wanted to I'll, check in again. Right. It's a lot of emails. It's a lot of emails. Lot, like, like, I can't I can't pretend it's not a lot of emails, okay? July 23. Hi, John. <laughs> just wanted to check in again about this meeting with Daniel. She's, she's persistent. She's persistent. Yeah, yeah. But in a way, like, again, it's a double-edged sword. I would have sent one email, not heard back, and I would have never remembered to do this. Right. To try to make this... Uh, this um, But the whole thing just became meeting. this many emails, too, though, because you, you went to reschedule it. Not reschedule it, but, like, try again on the scheduling. Yeah. Kind of his fault for not responding right. to one of the initial ones. But, again... I, because the second the person responds, then, then it stops. It, it stops. Yeah, but it was the weekend and odd timing, whatever. Let's just let's right. totally take. Okay, so July twenty four, this person, let's call him John, responds back and copies Amy on the email, oh, which is like which a big you don't want no to do no. That. Yeah, yeah, no, doesn't really know that. So he writes, "That's in all caps a lot of emails, Amy." True. Totally factually <laughs> totally, correct. Totally factually Yeah, like correct. I can't actually fault him for yeah, just stating the facts. Lots of emails. Kinda crazy. Period. No space. Tell Daniel I've lost interest because of your shitty follow-up skills sent from my... And here's actually the real, the real dagger in my heart where like I actually totally lost interest in this guy. Sent from my Verizon Samsung Galaxy smartphone. Like, 
we're just not Samsung guys, you know, right. it's not going to work yeah, with yeah, us. Totally, like, totally. Okay, so anyways, what this guy doesn't realize is that by responding to Amy, Amy's not parsing this email for, like, sentiment analysis. She, <laughs> she, she's just saying, like, oh, I've gotten she's an email. She's not, like, being like... Being like I th- Daniel, I think you should stop scheduling yeah, this like, thing. Like, if this was real AI, Amy's going like, hey, this guy seems a bit pissed off. Yeah, Maybe I'll like, tone it down yeah. a little bit. <laughs> but, but instead, the signal she like, gets is like, Dan- oh, John's re-engaging. Like, Daniel, should we go into, like, should we go into... Um, like, like stealth crisis mode recovery here. mode. Like, uh, like maybe we apologize. Right, right, right. No, no. Amy takes this yeah. as a signal to just like totally re-engage and start. Right. Like at this point, I was abandoning. You know, if the email came to me, I'm not clicking reschedule. But what this guy doesn't know is he's like taking the poison pill and done the complete opposite of what he wants. So Amy goes, hi, John. This meeting hasn't been scheduled yet because I'm waiting to confirm a time with you. <laughs> Which was a reasonable... Well, well, not uh, kind of aggravating the whole situation. Oh I no, think. no, no! Reasonable in the context of like Amy not again factually Amy catap- true being catapult. Poor Amy, she's <laughs> like, getting catapulted yeah. into this. Yeah, like not can't knowing. totally blame her. Right. But again, in the context of everything we've been saying, like factually correct that this meeting has not been scheduled because she's waiting to confirm a time with John. Right. Right. But she's not really reading between the lines here or the explicit, like, I've lost interest. So then she says, please click to add your availability, blah, 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 PS, AI power scheduling software. Okay. Then, so this is at 8.32 p.m. 8.42 p.m., 10 minutes later, she gets a response from John. Amy, you should read my email. The fact that you dismissed what I said in that email says a lot for your communication skills. Sent from my Verizon Samsung Galaxy smartphone. Mm. So, like, now Amy's, like, really starting to push this guy's buttons. Amy's really confused, too. Like, now Amy needs to figure out what's going on. Right. And, like, what's great great about Amy is, like, she's extremely diligent. So his response was at 8.42 p.m. Amy responds (laughs) back, okay? 8.42 p.m. Hi, John. This meeting hasn't been scheduled yet because I'm waiting to confirm a time with you. Blah, 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 yada, yada, AI-powered scheduling software. Three days later, 11.04 a.m., July 27th. Hi, John. I just wanted to check in again about this meeting with Daniel. Please select a time that works for you. Want me to find a time for you? Connect your calendar so I can connect my calendar. She listed a bunch of times, yada, yada, AI-powered scheduling software. This is at 11.04 a.m. 11.31 a.m. John responds, really? Question mark. Then two spaces after the period, which is like a huge no-no, obviously. Your, spelled wrong, but not a big deal. He's upset. Maybe English isn't his first language. I'm not going to blame him. But in the context of him, he made a personal attack about her communication skills. So I think it's actually kind of fair for me to speak about his communication skills. So he misspelled your, like the classic Y-O-U-R instead of the, whatever, we've all done it. You're still emailing me and completely ignoring, that's true, what I sent you, question mark, no space this time after the end of the sentence. So previously went two spaces, I guess he lost space budget and went no space. I guess he's not using an Apple keyboard. 
I mean, we know that from the scent by the right. horizon. I think that's well, cause that you know one's pretty bar, clear. The sticky space bar issue. You are now spam man, which is kind of rude because I think Amy's not a man or in this context. Like, yeah. Good rhyme. Yeah. Spam man. Uh, sort of a rhyme. Dot 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 space. I'll be contacted, David, which I think is me. I think you meant Daniel. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but. People I, call you David? I get called David all the time. I don't understand. It's one of my biggest pet peeves, but I've kind of just, I just go by David now a lot. It's like Mercer just going by Mercer. Yeah. Um, so, so hold on. I'll be contacted David myself. So he previously went, previously went dot, dot, dot. Now he went dot, dot. So he knows how sloppy you are with follow-up sent from my Verizon Samsung Galaxy smartphone. If, if anything, though, to be fair, Amy was not sloppy. <laughs> no. I mean, she was diligent. <laughs> yeah, she was like I the mean, opposite of she sloppy. She over-communicated. She was the opposite of sloppy. Right, like, like she definitely... And she's been professional throughout. Like, she never... Every time John tried to take the level of conversation down a peg... To like personal attacks and like bad grammar and all that stuff, she raised the bar yeah. and was professional throughout. Yeah. So that's eleven thirty. A bit robotic. <laughs> <laughs> One might say she could possibly use a bit more humanization. Yes. Um, so again, owing to Amy's diligence, um, he writes her at eleven thirty-one a.m. She responds back like she's quick to her keyboard at eleven thirty-one a.m. Hi, John. This meeting hasn't been scheduled yet because oh, I'm waiting no. to confirm a time with you. Yada, yada, yada. This is this is the kicker. So I don't know when, but at some point in their little like AI conversational bot workflow, they change the footer. Okay. So whereas it was previously saying x.ai, AI-powered scheduling software... Now it responds with the footer x.ai ridiculously efficient scheduling software. Interesting. Which is just funny in the context of like the conversation is derailed, but I think they're raising the bar in terms of how they're describing their right. software scheduling right. ability, which is kind of funny in the context of all this. Okay, so this was at 11:31 a.m. at 12:11 p.m., let's call him John, responds back <laughs> Your, spelt wrong again, again, whatever, F fool me twice sort of thing. You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like, when I saw that... <laughs> <laughs> again, he's not totally wrong. Not wrong. Right? No, like, he's... like. Definitely not the approach I would have taken. <laughs> no, like, because he doesn't know he's talking to a, a robot, a computer, or whatever. But a he server. also doesn't know that, like, he also doesn't know that, um, that you're, like, you're seeing this because she's your assistant. She, or but, the, I, so, okay, like, as a general rule, I assume whenever I'm talking to anyone who's a colleague of another person, why are you looking at I was just phone? making sure Sloan's okay. Oh, like 3.30 in the morning. Well, parental she check. Moved. She just moved. Totally reasonable. 
Honestly, I got the totally. Text that she moved. Yeah, I think reasonable. Like three thirty in the morning. Do you know where your child is? Right. So. So yeah, he responds. We're good. <laughs> You're a fucking idiot. Yeah, it's great. Which is amazing. At twelve eleven p.m. To which, <laughs> Amy responds. Hi, John. This meeting hasn't been scheduled yet because I'm waiting to confirm a time with you. Yada, yada, yada. Ridiculously efficient scheduling software. Then the next morning. No, then July 29th, 7.36 in the morning. Hi, John. I just wanted to check in again about this meeting with Daniel. Please select the time that works with you. And she gives three time periods. Which, by the way, we should say that in four years of using the software, this has never... Never happened. Like, this has never happened. Never happened. Never happened. So now this is where John really goes like off the wall, gets really personal. And I think he crosses a line here, a line, because again, in my mind, I, I believe he thinks he's talking to a human, right? Like what's your impression? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He totally thinks he's talking to a human or he's trolling us somehow. Maybe he is. And if he is like, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, but I think he thinks he's talking to a human. Otherwise, why is he respond? Why is he not just like clicking the thing that makes it not schedule meetings or like emailing any of the humans that have actually emailed him? Anyways, maybe he did email the humans. I don't know. Cat could have been copied on it. A whole right. other story. Whatever. So July twenty nine, after Amy emails him with the list. No, you. I'm not interested, as I told you in the past three emails. Oh. <laughs> to which Amy immediately replies, Oh, no. Hi, John. This meeting hasn't been scheduled yet because I'm waiting to confirm a time with you. Now, as you can, oh as you can probably surmise at this point, John doesn't respond. But is this so, the last... So Amy, being diligent as she is... <laughs> writes back the next day. Hi, John. I just wanted to check in about this meeting with Daniel. Yada, yada, yada. Ridiculously. No, now the footer's AI-powered scheduling software learn more at x.ai. She follows up again July 30th, later that night. Same message as usual. And that's the end of it. I think somehow this ended. But what happened... So there's, there's a lot to unpack here. But one of the primary ones is just the folly of because he kept engaging, that's what triggered Amy to keep on re-engaging. So every time she would send her like third follow-up email and he would reply being like really aggravated and telling her to stop, that reignited her sending the next three follow-up emails. So it was a vicious cycle. Oh my God. Which is just really bad. I can't understand his abusive, like verbally abusive responses. But I can understand like the level of annoyance. I would be pretty damn annoyed too. But I think, especially in the context of him thinking he's talking to a human, I think to re- be responding like that was really aggressive. Ridiculous. So there's one other thing, which is he tweeted at me the other day. Yeah. Did I tell you this? Yeah. So hold on, I gotta find. I, I don't I can't navigate this new Twitter like so he okay so July 29 
just to give context to all this, I don't think it, it doesn't give me a time. Oh, 5.01 p.m. So when is this in the timeline? Let me just see. 5.01 p.m. John, a conversation with John. July 29, okay. This was, <laughs> so she wrote him July 29 at 7.36 a.m. He wrote to me on Twitter at 5.01, and then at 5.22 is the now infamous No You Don't. I'm not interested as I told you. Jesus. And what he wrote to me, what he wrote to me is, at Daniel Levine, my man, and like, again, first of all, I'm not his man, okay? Like, let's be clear. I'm not his buddy. I'm not his guy. I'm not his man. He goes, my man. Did you teach your team, and then in brackets, Amy, her ridiculously bad and rude follow-up skills? I don't know that I'd classify it as rude, but... Well, uh, I'll tell you who had the rude follow-up. Yeah, like, he's been nothing but rude. Right. Like, he's been personal Amy, and, and abusive. Amy's been nothing but diligent and... She's been a bit, a bit She's aggressive. been a bit over the top. Yeah, a bit she, too much. She, she's, she could tone it down. She has to tone it down. We're going to have I a I would talk to yes. her. But I wouldn't classify it as rude. Not even, in fact, I, not even ridiculously bad. Because she's kind of doing exactly the one function she's meant to do pretty well right. and diligently. But I actually take the most exception to the, at Daniel Levine, my man. Right. Why am I, so we're now like a week into this scheduling process. He's very frustrated. How come I'm getting a level of respect from him? My man, did you teach Amy? Right. But Amy can't right. get the courtesy of a polite email. Like she's been nothing but polite to him. So that actually kind of bothered me too. Why? Like, if anything, Amy's quote unquote working for me, so he should direct his anger at me, not right. at Amy. Right. But I'm getting this my man respect. Right. right. And Amy's being called dumb. I don't like that. That's ridiculous. So there's one other. I think he sent me an email. I think he sent me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, no. This was the one. Sorry. This was so, the one to Cat on the 30th. This is July 30th at 12.09 p.m., which is, can you have that fucking moron, Amy? Stop e emailing me. Your follow-up is so bad. Follow-up spelled wrong. Here's the kicker. I don't think I told you this. So, yeah, I hadn't actually read this yet to you. So again, 12.09 p.m. in the context of this whole thread is on July 30th. This is, this is, okay. So I got to recontextualize this. At 11, at 11, uh, 30 on the 27th. I don't understand. Oh, Siri. Hey Siri, stop. On 11.30 at July 27, this guy, we'll call him John, Say, uh, Amy emails him. He responds on the 27th. You're a fucking idiot. She responds two more times, once on the 27th and the 29th at 7.30 in the morning. He responds at 5.22 on the 29th. No, you... Not interested. And then she responds back the 29th, the 30th, the 30th again, and there's no response. And that's when he gives us the threat. Do you know about the threat? No. Okay. This is to Kat on our team. So again, not to me, 
right? Like, and I'm pretty sure he's got my email, but again, maybe not. So I don't want to. I don't want to assume that he could have emailed me. Maybe he doesn't. But John, if you're listening, it's Daniel at firesideconf.com. Like, I'd rather talk to you. But I didn't want to engage with him on Twitter. That's why I didn't. Okay. So he writes to Cat. Can you have that fucking moron Amy stop emailing me? Your follow-up, yours spelt wrong, your follow-up is so bad, fix this shit, or I'm calling you idiots out on social media. And immediately, I'm just thinking, I would love nothing more than for him to call us out on social media. Because, first of all, I think he, I'd, I'd be quite curious what other people think, I think he looks the worst in all of this, only because of the level of vulgarity that he expressed in his communication. And I think that instantly brings one to a, a level of, a level of disrespect. They, they sort of, you're tarnishing yourself too much by, by engaging in that way. Um, so I think if you were to call us out on social media, my response would just be to, I would just link to the whole trail of emails have a little laugh, but it would reveal his character right. to a, a degree that I think would, would satisfy all, anyone that, that he would be, quote-unquote, outing us to on social media. But number then to one. what? Right. Number two, I, I mean, I don't really care. Like, okay, so I'd call us out on social media. I don't know who cares. Number three, I, I don't get the threat, though. Like, this is some sort of weird weird um uh, i don't know i don't want to call it like narcissistic but he's got a, he's got a following of 120 something thousand he's got pr- pretty dismal engagement like what does he think he's gonna what galvanize the troops and someone's gonna come come to my house and beat me up or like tweet us a bunch of negative things like i don't understand what the consequences are going to be from the threat right so now the question is where do you go from here because you can, I mean, you had a good idea, which was like tweeting at, like tweeting the thread to the x.ai customer support. Yeah. And like under the assumption that he doesn't realize that he's been talking to a robot like and just being like, like to me, like, that's hey, the this, best, to me, that's the best response possible. Yeah. Another response would just be me like lolling or hearting his tweet. Well, no, I wouldn't do any of that. The guy's, the guy is a, I had another idea. Yeah. That was to ask Amy to try to schedule another meeting with him. And like, if, let's try this. But like, coming from you, like, hey, yeah, like, hey, man, I'm terribly we sorry. We hired Andrew. <laughs> oh, that, yes. Should I say we fired Amy <laughs> and, and hired Andrew? Yeah. And get Andrew to try to schedule a meeting with him. I like that idea. Anyways, I'm, I'm just trying to. The other way is like just to let sleeping. What is it? Let sleeping dogs yeah, I don't think lie we're or whatever. Do anything about this like, one. I'm not a very adversarial person, yeah, so I tend gonna, to. We're just, not going to do anything about this one. I don't think we're going to do anything, but I'm curious. Yeah. Like, now, having good... briefed every all three of you on what's going on, what do you think is the best way to respond in the context of a funny response, a serious response? I, I got to the point where I was going to out him social, like I was going to say on the podcast who this person was and sort of just in the context of this very conversation, I've decided not to do that. But the second he threatened to, to out us on social media, I think it was, it's fair game to then out him. Right. And he's tweeting at me and he's being, I, th- I think, quite verbally abusive to Kat and Amy is not a person 
but he doesn't know that. So I think the moral culpability is still there. Yep. I'm curious how how you would handle this whole situation and how others would handle this whole situation because I can't quite decide what, if anything, I want to do. I think I need to think about this. There's no way you're going to think about it. I know. I'm so tired. Okay. It's should, 3.39. Can we go to bed? Yeah. Or are we going to post this tonight? Sure. Okay. Bye. Who are you saying bye to? <laughs> bye. <laughs>